Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, and welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. I'm going to give you four words to guide your food truck business. These words are also your liberation from working in your truck. They'll help you to work on your truck. And they are called Standards, Policies, Procedures, and Systems. These words physically replace you on your food truck. They help keep the staff on track to your vision for your food truck when you're not there. Properly written, properly trained, and properly inspected, these become your voice when you're not there. You likely already have some of these written down. You may not use those exact terms, but you probably already have something in place, like a recipe, for example, that would be a procedure. Or you might offer your staff a free meal when they work. That's a policy. So let's start with a standard. All a standard is, is a level of quality that's acceptable to you as the food truck owner. You most likely have a way that you want things done. You might even teach someone, a new someone to your truck, the way, so that you can handle those big events or you can just handle the day-to-day operations. Those specific ways, those are your standards. You know what you want done. You know how you want it done. Those standards have to dovetail into the quality, service, cleanliness, and community of your food truck. But those standards are not just limited to the food truck operation. Standards also play a role in the overall business. For example, when you decide to run payroll, that's a standard. Is it every Monday? Is it every other Monday? That's your standard when I run payroll. How do you handle your P&L? When is it reported? Is it weekly, monthly, quarterly? How employees are expected to act when they represent the company? And what I'm talking about is when a guest steps up to the window. How do you expect the employee to act? Should they be smiling? Should their hat be laying on the counter? And then when they see somebody, then they put the hat on the head. Those are standards. So it's not always about how much mayonnaise goes on a sandwich or how much meat goes into a hamburger. When you are developing your standards, think in terms of numbers, in terms of time, in terms of measurements, in terms of weights. Very specific descriptions with vivid and understandable information that's related to that particular item standard. For example, let's do a bun. A hamburger bun could be a four-inch bun. It could be a five-inch bun. It could be a six-inch bun. But did you know that when you go and buy a four-inch bun, they're actually probably not going to be four inches? So you have to determine what's the acceptable standard. Is three and three-quarters inch acceptable or not? Is four and a quarter inches acceptable or not? It's common to see slight variations within the same package, especially when you buy in grocery stores or at Sam's or at Costco. The question is, are those slightly smaller buns? is acceptable or should they be collected and returned to the the distributor? But again, if you're using Walmart or Costco or Sam's, they ain't taking back the smaller buns. So then you have to have a standard of what do we do with those smaller buns. Size is an easy measurement and it's an easy way to prove what's acceptable or not. But let's talk about color or texture. How much flour on the bottom of the buns is acceptable? What is the color range on the crowns? 
does it go from a golden tan to a golden yellow to a pale yellow? When do you not accept the bun? When do you not serve it? You have to know and your staff has to know. The more specific your standards are, the more consistent your food will be when it comes off your truck. Every morsel of food needs a written standard. And guess what? Many other aspects of your food truck are going to need written standards as well. For example, let's take a tardiness policy. Until the standard is written that explains what on time is, you can't define what tardy is. You and your team will have to live by the standards as they are written. Be as detailed as necessary, but don't put it off any longer. Start writing your procedures. Start writing your standards today. So now let's talk about policies. A policy is a set of ideas that is used as a basis for making decisions in your business. I like to think of policies as just a predetermined decision. Policies, in part, explain what happens if those standards that we've been talking about are not met. For example, our bun. If the bun measurement is too small, it's removed from production so we don't give it to a guest because it didn't meet the standard. But the policy explains what we do with that bun. Should it be discarded? Should it be retained and used to make something like bread pudding or croutons? Should it be stored and returned for credit? What is the policy? How do we handle it? As you can see, a policy deals with more than just people and actions. Let's take that tardiness that we were talking about a couple seconds ago. A tardiness policy only works once that standard of what on time looks like is written down and folks understand it. And then the policy explains what happens when that standard is missed. Policies in an employee handbook are full of employee does X, then Z is going to happen. Policies also lay out rules for that your company operates by, such as do you have vacations? Do you have a paid time off policy? Do you have a call in sick policy? Over and short policy? How inventory or theft and literally hundreds of other little bits of important information are handled for you and your staff. That's what policies do. They explain what happens. The key thing is after you write your policies is that you enforce them. So let's talk about a simple policy, a cash over and short. First, the standard has to be established. And remember, a standard is a hard fact. Since we're talking about cash, it's going to be a number and it's non-negotiable. So you determine what the cash over and short is going to be. Typically in a food truck or a restaurant environment, it's going to be a dollar over or short. Modern POS systems do the math. They show exactly how much change to give back. So being off a full dollar is really generous. So if you decide the standard is going to be 99 cents, you're not in trouble. At one dollar, you're in trouble. That becomes the standard. And the policy then explains what happens when the standard is missed. So generally we do a first occurrence. Let's say a it's a verbal warning. It's documented. You write it out. Hey, this is your verbal warning sign on the dotted line. So it's basically a little slap on the wrist. Hey, pay attention to what you're doing. Policies also have to have some forgiveness, some future date where the slate will be wiped clean. You don't want that one write-up to stay in their file for five years. So you have that date where we're going to remove it and they are given a clean slate. Remember, forgiveness is great, but the policies have to have teeth. And that teeth comes in the form of escalating disciplinary action. So continuing with our example, 99 cents you're in good shape. At a dollar, you're written up. The next step could be, uh, say, suspension. You meant we're going to take out the schedule for a couple of days. We're going to impact your pocketbook because your mathematical problems are impacting our profit pocketbook. If they continue to have cash issues, you may go to removing them from the cash position or to termination. But each one of those is laid out. Once you're over or short, the second time, this will happen. The third time, this will happen. The fourth time, this will happen. So that it's already a predetermined outcome. 
Now, there's things to consider when it comes to a cash policy or really any other policy that's tied to money or assets. Let's say instead of being a dollar short, they're a $100 short. Well, clearly you don't want that just to be the little slap on the wrist right up. You would want in the policy to say over a certain amount, you could automatically be facing termination. And it would be a small amount. It could be $10. You're $10 short. I'm going to fire you. Same deal with the tardiness policy. If they're tardy 45 minutes, you could say, we're going to you know, suspend you, fire you, whatever. Remember the key here is you've created a predetermined outcome. And that's based on some bad action that your staff member has done. And the great thing about policies is when they are triggered, you have no recourse except to follow them. So you tell your employees about the policy when you hire them. And then always point it out to somebody, this is a predetermined outcome. If you cause me to have to do this, I have to follow what it says. I'm not going to be made out a liar. I'm the one that wrote these policies. So if you're suddenly $10 short, I'm going to fire you. I'm telling you that right now when you're not in trouble. So it's not a surprise to them if they come up $10 and a penny short, what's going to happen? They're going to be terminated because I told them that would happen. Now let's talk about procedures. A procedure is a way of doing something that's considered the official or the correct way. A procedure, just like I said earlier, could be a recipe. It explains the details on how to accomplish some task. And there could be some policies and standards even mixed in with that procedure. Every food item needs a recipe for consistency's sake. And likewise, every action that your team will take needs a procedure. How the order is taken. Where does the order go once it's taken? How does the cook line react to that order? And how do they make the food? What gets cooked first? What gets cooked second? How is the sandwich assembled? In what order are things assembled? What goes on the plate first? What goes on the plate second? What goes in the bag first what goes in the bag second those are all procedures that explain based on the standards and the policies how things are accomplished on your your food truck so let's take an example let's take how to properly clean a griddle and you ask on a facebook group you're going to get a bunch of miracle cleaners like lemon juice and sprite and pickle juice and all kinds of old wives tales that have been passed on by people that were never really trained in how to clean a griddle and they could have actually been trained, but they weren't trained by somebody that has expertise. Look up the model number of your griddle. Find out what the manufacturer, the people that made the thing, tell you how to clean. And I guarantee you there's not one of them out there that says grab you a lemon and squeeze it. There's not one of them that says go to the soda fountain and grab some Sprite. There's not one that says empty that pickle jar juice on it. Not a one of them. So write out how to properly clean something with procedures that other people can follow that make sense to the manufacturer's recommendations or that make sense to what you learn through your food manager certification, like cleaning the restrooms, for instance, if you have a truck that has a restroom on it. Another example of a procedure is I have a script that explains to a cashier exactly how I want them to address a guest, how they suggest a sell, how they communicate to the kitchen, and tells them the words. All they do is read it. That's a procedure. Now let's talk about a system. A system is a way of working or organizing or doing something that follows a fixed set of rules. Have you guys ever had a micromanaging boss? They give you a task and then they look over your shoulder every single step of the way. Well, think of your systems as doing the same thing without you actually being there to look over that person's shoulder. A system organizes a task in a manner that allows for duplication of that, of that particular task by everyone on the team, and they duplicate it in the same way, in the same manner, each and every time it's done. So if you have a system on how to clean 
the grill, you have the procedure, this is what we want you to do, then the system tells you you're going to take it and you're going to clean the splash guards, or you're going to clean the actual grill surface, you're going to scrape it down, you're going to do whatever those steps are, then you're going to talk about things that aren't going to be on the cleaning the grill surface. You're going to talk about the legs, you're going to talk about the sides, you're going to talk about the back, you're going to talk about the under counter. You're going to talk about everything. This is a system, and I want you to do it in this order. And then we're going to come and check you and double check you to make sure that it's done properly. If you have a hay set plan, which you should, whether your state requires it or not, you should. That's a system. That's a system that follows your food on this journey through your food truck from the point you receive it to the point you put it in a bag and hand it to your guest. The hay set plan actually starts even farther back. It starts with your suppliers. Who are you going to use? What are their standards for the products? How is the food going to be received and stored and prepped and cooked and held and assembled and packaged? Those are all systems. There's one more element to completing a system, and that is training, follow-up, and inspection. So I'm going to give you guys some possible checklists that you would want to have on your food truck. A guest service checklist, a purchasing checklist, receiving storage, food prep, cleaning checklist, truck leader opening, shift change checklist, truck leader closing, catering, delivery, cashier training, new hire checklist, a new employee orientation, internal operation control, accounting checklist. All of these things are checklists or inspections to make sure things are being done properly. Don't want you to be a clipboard manager. Don't want you to be a clipboard owner. That's not the purpose of checklists. That's not the purpose of inspections. Checklists free your brain to concentrate on the overall goal of your business, and that is making money. Checklists free the brain of your employees to not worry about, well, how do I do this? Because the checklist tells them do these things in this order then they can concentrate on doing the job correctly and completely checklists make sure your team do not forget things it's the same thing with inspections people dread inspections but inspections can reveal areas that need improvement areas of opportunity if you don't inspect something then your expectations are not going to be met I had a closing checklist for all of my team. And why did I have a closing checklist? Because I wasn't there. I expected them to clean the trailer in a certain manner and to make sure the trailer was set up for success the next day. And I didn't want them to have to rely on their memory. I wanted them to follow the list that I had. These are the things I want done before you all clock out and go home for the day. Each position on your truck is different and each position is necessary to create impressed and satisfied guests that are going to come back tomorrow. If we don't impress people and we don't satisfy people, they ain't coming back. And guess what? If they don't come back, we don't need employees. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button and follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They'll have your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.